Hello, friends, and thank you for joining Christ Church Online. This week, we celebrated our annual service of lessons and carols as we continued in our series, Insta Christmas. Leading us in our teaching today is our senior pastor, the Reverend Dr. Jared Ott, who preaches on the tough decision that Joseph had to make that is, to follow the prompting of God or to go with his culture's tradition. Here is Pastor Jared with this week's message. Thank you for listening. Hey, wasn't that band and worship team awesome this morning? Isn't that great? Man, it's so good. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for the fact that we can sing your praises here. Thank you that we can hear your word proclaimed on the lessons leading up to the fact that you came to be born in a manger. And Lord, in the remaining couple minutes we have here, Lord, I pray that you impress upon us the message you want us to hear. Lord, we thank you for never letting go of us. pray you speak to us, penetrate our hearts. I pray that my lips are your lips, my heart is your heart. And that we aren't just hearers of the word, but we'll be doers of it as well. And I ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen. Well, again, good morning. My name is Jared. I'm the senior pastor here. So glad that you're here with us. You know, in the few moments we have here uh, remaining in the service, we've been in a series called Insta Christmas. Everything happens in an instant. And uh, we've been talking about the various uh, kind of the characters throughout this story of Christmas. And uh, we come to Joseph here today, and we've called this thing, uh, this title, uh, A Friend Request. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, if, you, if you're new to social media, uh, welcome. Uh, but uh, if uh, social media, what happens is, you, you know, you, you get followers, right? You, you, um, people send you a friend request and you can accept or deny, right? When I first got Facebook, I thought that was great, right? I didn't think anything of it. People were sending me all kinds of friend requests and I just accepted everybody, right? Um, my wife, who's a lot smarter than I, was uh, kind of cautioned me on that because I was like, hey, Deb, uh, this uh, Johnny Fistfighter wants to be my friend. Friend, uh, pot dealer 411 wants to be my friend. Friend, she's like, listen, no, you want to slow that down uh, because what they post on their Facebook shows up on your page. So I've been unfriending people for the last number of years. And um, if, you, if anybody posted anything negative, I apologize to you. At the same time, shame on you for posting whatever you posted. Um, but that's, I, I wondered this week with Joseph, if you think about Joseph, you know, Joseph goes to this thing where, you know, now all of a sudden his, his, the girl that he's dating is pregnant, right? And if he had Facebook, I kind of wonder if everybody, if he posted that, like, hey, Mary's pregnant, like, what would happen, right? Just like unfriend, 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 right? And I, I wondered about that this week with Joseph because Joseph must have kind of faced a similar situation where like, man, I, I'm kind of alone in this. Dealing with a pretty difficult situation. You know, one of the things we have just in a couple of minutes I want you to get is I, I hope that we can see the determination and courage that Joseph had. Because Joseph had a difficult decision that he faced, didn't he? If you have your Bibles, Matthew uh, chapter uh, 1, powerful story of Joseph. He says, this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was, uh, pledged to, uh, his mother, Mary, was pledged to, be, uh, to, to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law. He didn't want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. Man. Joseph had a difficult decision, didn't he? It was an unplanned situation. How many of us go through life and have unplanned situations, right? We go through life and then something happens. Somebody dies, we have a relationship end, we have a job problem, we have issues with our family, issues with our kids, issues with our parents, issues with our job, issues with our finances, unplanned situations. Joseph had an unplanned situation in his life, right? He had, now he's with somebody who's now pregnant. I've known people who've 
had babies out of marriage. And it's an unplanned situation. And what happens is that this crisis, this, this problem, it's going to change his life forever. How many of you have faced with things that will change your life forever? We go through that all the time. Some of you are dealing with that right now going, you know what, I have this major situation going on in life. It might be a crisis, it might be an issue, it might be a question, but it changes our life because we go, I don't know how to get through this one. You know, Joseph was a carpenter. He knows that the relationships that he has with people, that's how he earns a living. Now all of a sudden he has this issue where people are going to look at him and go, oh man, I don't know if he's very trustworthy. Look at him. He's doing all kinds of stuff. And, 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 they're going to, and, and I wonder if Joseph ever went, man, I'm going, to, I'm going to lose out on work. How am I going to provide for my family? It's going to change his life forever. I wonder if Joseph had a lot of questions. You know, he had... This whole plan ahead of him, he was going to get married, maybe start a business with, you know, have this great carpentry business and, you know, raise his family and everything changed. Some of us are at the situation right now, they go, I can't even believe that I'm sitting here in church. I never would imagine my life to be where it is right now. Joseph had the same thing. And it resulted in a very difficult decision for him, didn't it? He's got to make a choice now. Now, he's got a couple options. In the Old Testament, the law says, hey, listen, if, she, if someone's committing adultery, you can stone them. You could literally kill them. Or another option is he could divorce her. He could kind of separate himself from her and say, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go my own way. Those are some tough decisions. Some of you have tough decisions to make. I know I've sat with you and you have tough decisions whether or not you're going to stay with your wife or stay with your husband or leave them. Tough decisions, right? That's why I love what 2 Corinthians says. It says, therefore, don't lose heart. Though outwardly we're wasting away, yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day for our light. Momentary troubles are achieving for us eternal glory. Eternal glory that far outweighs them all. I wonder if Joseph ever felt like that, not to lose heart. It's probably hard to think that way when your wife is about ready to give birth and you're traveling on a donkey to Bethlehem, there's no place to give birth. I wonder if things are going through Joseph's mind, right? Of all the things that could happen. I wonder if he's kind of questioning God, God, this, this can't be right, right? Where are you at with all this? Isn't it great that in our moment of biggest trials, those of us that know and love the Lord, he shows up and gives us direction, doesn't he? So how does he give us direction? He gives us direction because when we rely on him, when we pray, when we read his word, he gives us direction, he gives us wisdom. That's exactly what he gave Joseph. Look at verse 20, the direction he was given says this. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. You are to give him the name Jesus. Because he's going to save people from their sins. Now he's got the direction. This direction is huge because it involves some action on his part, doesn't it? A lot of times we go through life and we pray and go, okay, God, I pray that you show up. I pray that you, you do something here. And then he shows us something, but we don't do anything about it. Hey, God, I pray that you use me uh, in serving in the church somehow. Oh, I came to church and there's this ministry that I'm perfectly fit for. God, show me something that I can get involved in, right? Or God, I pray that you, you use me mightily and then you have somebody come up to you at work or at school who desperately needs to know the Lord. And you're like, God, I pray you just show me somebody. Use me somehow. Right? It takes action on our part. A lot of times the hardest part is actually moving beyond it and saying, okay, I'm going to do exactly what God called me to do. That's the action part of it. 
Joseph also, the, the direction he was given, also had amazing revelation, didn't it? We see that the son that he's going to give birth, he's going to have to raise, is going to save people from their sins. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. You're going to name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So now Joseph realizes the direction. It's huge. It's an amazing thing. You're going to name him Emmanuel, means God with us. For so long, sin separated us from God. In the Old Testament, people were making sacrifices. Now God said, you know what? I'm going to send my son to be the ultimate sacrifice. It's an amazing revelation. That's the direction he was given. But here's the key. The direction, the charge, had limited but complete information. I'm going to say that again. This direction that he was given had limited but complete information. In other words, he didn't tell Joseph everything that was going to happen. Right? I kind of wonder if Joseph woke up from the dream and went, is there more? Like if it were me, I would have taken so many sleeping pills to go back to sleep, hoping the angel would show up again and tell me what the next steps are. Right? Like what, what's going to happen, God, when he asks me who created the world? Do I tell him he did? Or like, is he going to beat me in arm wrestling every single time? What do we do at a funeral? Do, do we let him talk? Or how do we do this? What, what exactly is going to happen? He doesn't tell Joseph all that stuff. He doesn't tell him how it's going to all pan out. He doesn't tell him what, what it's going to be like. He doesn't tell him everything that's going on. Why? Because Joseph needs to take a step of faith and say, All right, God, if this is what you want me to do, this is the direction you want me to have, I've got to have faith and trust you to carry it through. That's why Isaiah's got to be ringing in his ears. Isaiah 55, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, my thoughts and your thoughts. God understood the bigger picture of things. God tells you things. He doesn't tell you everything that's going to happen. He doesn't tell you every step along the way. When I was a kid and taking tests in school, the teacher was always silent during those tests. Some of you are going through a test right now. He's saying, listen, don't, 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 don't leave your spouse. Don't don't leave your husband or wife. Don't give up on your kids. Don't worry about the job situation. Don't worry about your finances. Don't worry about that health thing. Don't worry about it. Go make amends with somebody. Some of you have to go to Christmas in a couple of days and see some family members you do not want to see. Right? And he's saying, listen, you go make amends with them. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how it's all going to pan out. I'm just telling you, you got to go. You got to go. I know the bigger picture. Boy, did Joseph have determination, didn't he? I was thinking about this this past week when it comes to Joseph. Difficult decision, uh, direction of life. Many of you know that God called my wife and I to New Jersey to uh, pastor a church there, be closer to my family. Boy, six months were a hard six months. That was a difficult decision of fasting, of praying. Going through issues and going, okay, God, how's this all going to work out? Why am I, 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 I didn't think that this was going to be this way, right? I thought, I, I didn't, I never planned this out, right, God? Why do I have to go there? Why couldn't they have lived in Hawaii? That would have been so much better, right? Outside of Honolulu, I would have loved that. No, you got to go outside of New York City, Jared, you got to go. I don't know how it's going to pan out. What about the church here? Don't worry about Jared. I got that under control too. We've raised up leaders. We've raised up pastors. Don't worry about that. You just got to go. All right, got to go. Got to go. 
That's the determination. He doesn't give us the whole picture. He just gives us that little snapshot. Why? Because it's like a test. Test that teachers give us, then he's silent. Right? We gotta go. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. He didn't consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. She gave him the name Jesus. He had determination that was an unconditional compliance. He didn't waver. He did everything exactly as the angel commanded him to do. The angel said, go, he went. God said, do this, he did it. What about you? What's God telling you? What's God laying on your heart? Will you be determined to be unconditionally compliant? I wonder if Joseph had in his mind when he's traveling, when he's, when he's wondering what's going on, and they're giving birth in a stable. I wonder if Joshua 1.9 came to his mind. Do I, have I not command you, be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. For the Lord your God, he's going to be with you wherever you go. Just go, Joseph. I, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. Just go, Jared. I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. John, just go do what I'm calling you to do. Jan, just go do what I'm telling you to do. Just go minister to those people. Just get involved in that ministry. Don't worry about the rest. You've got to be unconditionally compliant. He also had determination of unwavering commitment. When the hard times came, right, he's got he to stay the course. It didn't get easier. I, you would think, okay, well, I'm going to have this baby. It's going to be in a nice hotel room or with the family around. Nope. In a manger, all alone. Who in the world are these shepherds, right? There's got to be a commitment there that you follow through. You say, okay, God, I don't know the whole picture, but I'm going to go. This is my calling in life that you've given me. That's why Galatians says, let us not be weary in doing good, for at the proper time we're going to reap a harvest if, what, we don't give up. I wonder if Joseph ever felt like giving up. He had unconditional commitment, unconditional compliance. He had unfailing completion too. You never see Joseph later in life complaining about him, his son being uh, beaten or put on the cross. No, he had unfailing completion. He did exactly what he was called to do. Blessed is the one who perseveres, says James. Blessed are they that persevere under trial because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life. The Lord has promised to those that love him. Blessed is the one who perseveres. Are you going through a trial today? Are you going through an issue in life at this time of Christmas? Have you ever asked God, is this right? I, I don't know if this is right. I don't know if I should be doing this. Have you ever asked that question? Let me encourage you, do what Joseph did. He didn't let his confusion interrupt his obedience, right? He had courage. That's what he did. He obeyed. When the angel came, he obeyed. Joseph didn't, Joseph didn't waver. Joseph didn't stare up the stars and say, this is not right. He did exactly what God called him to do. He had determination. You know what? Today, God looks for Joseph's men and women, uncommon people in this world who serve an uncommon God that just simply will say, yeah, you know what, God, use me however you want to use me. If you want me to go somewhere, I'll go. If you want me to minister to this person, I'll minister. If you want me to serve, I'll serve. If you want me to forgive, I'll forgive. Will you have that courage today? You know, Joseph is not the first person to ever look up at the stars and sky and ask, God, is this right? Are you still with me? Right? This is hard. This isn't easy. Are you still with me? And I love how it ends because God tells him, what to name Jesus. What does he tell him? He tells him the name of Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that you're with us every step of the way. 
Thank you for the fact that when we go through difficult situations in life, it only makes us stronger. Help us to rely on you. Help us put our faith and trust in you to do what you've called us to do, as difficult as it is. Thank you for giving us wisdom. Thank you for giving us direction. Thank you for not ever letting us go. Lord, help us to be determined to be used however you want to use us. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and glory for this season that we're in. Lord, we give you praise because you are with us. And we're excited to be able to sing that you're born here today. We thank you for what you're going to do. Be with us in the days ahead. And I ask all this in your precious and holy name. Amen.